0: Hello and welcome to the Go Play That podcast. It is episode eighty-seven. My name's Rob Cook. I'm here in person with Tom Wolford. Hello. Yeah, I crept right up on him when he wasn't looking. <laughs> and um it is Monday here, it is two days or one day after the 24 hour marathon 2017 and we're here to collect our thoughts, having having had some rest, um, you slept slept okay last night? I slept like a dead person, <laughs> is how I slept. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah it was super successful, so far we've hit um, over €1,600, Euros, so that's 200% of our initial €800 Euro target. Uh so thank you everybody who's voted so f- uh who's donated so far. Um the lines are still open, so if you're hearing this and you wish to donate um towards the the cause, which is for special effect, uh you can do so over at tinyurl.com forward slash GPT twenty seventeen. I'll have that in the in the show notes. Um yeah, we're looking to, to raise as much as we as we can um and we'll we'll get that doubled by EA. Um, later on so yeah every everything you put in will be ostensibly doubled for the course um, but yeah we survived it uh, there were seven of us yep. the, the two of us uh, my brother Lee Earl Stu Hush and Bob and us exactly we were yeah. all here um, for the full 24 and nobody slept this year no um, there was plenty of Wanting to Yes A few people saying uh, I think I'm gonna just sit here and sleep for a bit uh, Mostly me yeah, yeah. I said as long as it was on camera Yeah It was fine um, And yeah we played a bunch of games Like maybe even more than last year um, So we're gonna talk about the different stages of the night uh, And the day And the day uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about the different stages of the marathon And which games we really enjoyed Which ones we're gonna go away and, and play Uh, in our own time or which ones we'd recommend for local multiplayer I guess we thinking about it maybe we split it into those two categories like games that you would go and you'd recommend playing yeah like single player yeah
1: I don't mind also just going through the day and seeing what we uh, you know picking out what we what we like from each block okay give people a sort of real time feel of what we did through the uh, if they can't be bothered sitting through oh yeah for sure 24 hours of YouTube video yeah yeah yeah
0: (laughs) Cool. Um, Oh, yeah. And by the time that um, this podcast is up, uh, there will be the full archive on YouTube. You can go to get that at tinyurl.com forward slash GPT2017archive. Again, I'll have that in the show notes. Um, So, yeah, we started off at 10 a.m. local time. Um, Pretty much everyone was here. Stu and Hush were just on their way having had some uh, problems yeah. getting breakfast. Yeah, they had croissant delays. Croissant delays. Yeah. Um, and we started off with Guts and Glory. So this was your secret game. Yeah, so um, the way it worked is that um, behind the scenes, all of us were figuring out what the playlist was going to be and everything was kind of known to the group. But this one in particular, I'd hidden because I didn't want anyone to Google it, see what it was. I wanted to see the the surprise uh, and, the, and sort of first-time... Uh, look at that game in in the room and I think it was a good fit Um, the game is like you are driving through a series of checkpoints uh, in different vehicles but um, after a few uh, after a few um, levels after a few (laughs) levels um, things start trying to kill you like razor blades just start flying at your head arrows get launched yeah it's
1: basically a janky uh, murder sim based on like a very wobbly physics engine. Yeah. So it's basically uh, physics is trying to kill you, and on top of that, everything else is also trying to yeah. kill you.
0: Yeah, it's hard enough just getting to the exit. Uh, there'll be different vehicles. One with like a father and son on a bike with a little child seat on the back. And uh, as long as the father survives and gets over the line... Not even in one piece, like you can be list- missing li- all of your limbs as long as you're still sat on the bike seat across the finish line you'll make it, uh, it was stupid fun um, I've played more than than we played on the stream but yeah. uh, it's it's more of that and there are a community there are community made levels uh, a user created sort of level system yeah it's pretty cool um, it's good fun don't know if I would buy it just to have it myself
1: sure I mean, uh, tiny build no. are one of these uh, publishers that They tend to do very sort of cheap and easy games that come out. You can have 5, 20, 30 minutes of fun and then you might not ever touch it again. No,
0: so it it was a good party game. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so what else do you want to talk about from that block?
1: From that block, uh, I think we could pretty much talk about everything in this block actually. Uh, Um, Because then we played, well, I say played, (laughs) we attempted to play Getting Over It with Bennett
0: Foddy. Yeah. Uh, So this game, you control it with just. The mouse just moving the mouse, and you are a dude sat with his legs in a cauldron. He may or may not have legs. He may not. It could just be a torso in a cauldron. He could be a torso yeah. in a cauldron um, with a what looks like a, a hammer, sledgehammer, yeah. a sledgehammer, and you have to you have control of where the sledgehammer is, and you've got to get over obstacles uh, by either you know pushing it into the ground and pushing yourself up, or using it to attach onto ledges above you and pull yourself up and use momentum again very physics driven yeah um, and when when you make a bit of progress Bennett Foddy the developer of the game starts talking at you uh, giving kind of like developer commentary but also uh, when you lose progress it's like oh yeah I feel you bro that must have yeah that hurts that, that stings yeah like, why don't you give up <laughs> it's like oh, And then he says, like, oh, you lost progress the exact same way in the exact same place. Yeah. <laughs> and then starts piping in music to sort of calm you down. Uh, we didn't make much progress at all. Uh, we passed, passed the mouse around the room to see um, who could make progress. And we, <laughs> we didn't do very well.
1: You you and your brother Lee uh, have some genetic superiority when it comes to, like, getting... Because you both got to pretty much the same point. The same heights. I'd yeah. say, yeah. And then lost it. Again, this is another fun party game where you can put it on and like watch people flail and fail yeah. in equal measure. Like I couldn't even get over the first obstacle.
0: It's very frustrating. You could easily lose your rag uh, while playing it. <laughs> Smash your monitor. Um, I'm I'm going to try playing it in a calmer state, yeah, uh, and see if I can actually play that game or if uh, I've already reached my limits.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, was, I mean it's. It's quite cheap, as I recall. And it is designed to be like this. Like, it's designed to be annoying as all hell and basically impossible to progress, I would say. Yeah, yeah. um, But it was fun in the party atmosphere that we Mm had. Um, Then we moved on to our first actually good game. Like, legitimately all realms. Legit good game. I can recommend this game. I'm going to buy it when I get home, for sure.
0: Um, Hmm. Yep. Uh, You want to talk about it? you played more. Um, So, um, the game's called High Hell. It came out about two weeks ago. Um, it's on Devolver's, uh, Devolver. Devolver's, Devolver's, um, publishing. Yeah, Under their wing. It's Terry Uh, Velman who did the heavy bullets from back in the day, uh, like two years ago, I think. I think so. Maybe three. Um, it's first person shooter and each level you just have to, you've got an objective, like kill a certain person plus clear the area of all enemies or, uh, free some monkeys, free or some monkeys, sabotage a statue, yeah. <laughs> statue, sabotage some, some, um, high tech equipment. Um, and you end the level by just jumping off and parachuting to freedom. Yeah. Um, it's a very cartoony, cel-shaded style.
1: It's yeah. Very low poly, yeah. uh, very primary colors, like yeah. very bright, yeah. nice
0: colors. Yeah. Um, and it is really cool to play and you've got, you've got shoot, Zoom in a little bit, and you've got, like, on E is to either interact with stuff or um, kick doors down. And you just smash through doors completely. Um, Bob was really good at this. Bob, <laughs>
1: was, Bob was amazingly good. So he, he sort of took over the controller um, until he got to one of the bosses, which gave him a bit of trouble. Mm. And then Earl solved it within, like, uh, two goes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Bob was really good. So it's very fast-paced. It reminded me, like, a little bit of Time Crisis or something like that, where, like, the
0: enemies are always in the same place. Pretty much. And in some cases, you are actually able to, like, draw them out towards you. Yeah. Like, there wasn't really a time limit in the level. The game seems designed for speedruns. Yeah. Um, But you could take your time, and Hush was kind of, like, slowly creeping around door frames to see if he could lead people towards him. But yeah, I, I see what you mean, like, basically picking where the spots are and... Replaying a level knowing where they're going to be and yeah. knowing the angle you're going to get just as you pass a door frame, but keep maybe moving. Um, yeah, I definitely recommend that one. That's available on Steam through Humble, however you want to get it.
1: Yeah, plus it's not as difficult as the previous game, which is Heavy Bullets. Heavy definitely. Bullets was more roguelike and it was and very unforgiving. Yeah, and
0: this isn't roguelike, it is set. Yeah, set levels that so you can progress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's stupid fun. I, I wholeheartedly recommend that one. Yeah. Uh, and then we finished that block with Cook, Serve, Delicious 2. Um, Cook, Serve, Delicious was a game where you're um, preparing food uh, for your own restaurant. Yeah, it's a At- time like one of the time management type games. Yeah, so mm-hmm. your um, orders will come in and you need to create food. And if you're on a keyboard, all the ingredients is kind of mapped to a, a letter. So if you need to put some pasta in, it's on P. If you need to then put olive oil on top, it will be on O, different things like that. And you'll end up learning the button command so if you see oh uh pasta eoli like you just know really quickly how to create that and, and push it through um and you're making sure to pick the the right order that has the right priority on it and make sure that you don't drop any orders or make any mistakes putting incorrect ingredients on overcooking something um in in two it kind of adds a few more layers to that there's kind of like a i don't know what it's called like a um, you can create some of the dishes and have them sat there. Yeah, it's like a, a prep station. Yeah, exactly. You have, yeah. So you can have stuff ready to go so someone wants a croissant. Straight away, you've got it. Uh, yeah, but you have to what, have them baked in time. And not too long ago as well. Yeah, and they need to be fresh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't really bake, make too too many of them before they're needed, but then you'll see a, a load come and, and stack up, and you have to use that... Um, Especially during rush hour moments where like during during a day um, uh, which is one level of the game like it will speed up and it'll be like a rush hour where those people will come in and you you better hope you're on top of it um, we played it in two player co-op so each of us could basically pick orders from from the list and work together yeah. uh, in the first game the co-op was that one of you was expediting the orders yeah. like basically managing which orders would get made and the other person was the chef yeah. um, the creators talked about um, adding that as an alternative co-op mode to, to two so oh wow oh, yeah, yeah. cool okay um, and that's that's come out recently um, I played the first one on iPad and then I played this uh, for the marathon a little bit on keyboard a little bit on controller both seem to work alright you kind of Learn it and, and get into it. Um, yeah. You enjoyed this
1: one? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was a big proponent for this game. I really wanted this uh, to be on the uh, marathon playlist. Yeah. Because uh, I really enjoyed number one. Mm-hmm. Played it a lot. Um, and like you say, you just get used to, like, your typing speed increases a lot. It's really nice. Mm. Um, and this is everything that Cook, Serve, Delicious was good at. Made bigger and better, yeah. I think. I would. I I kind of want to go home and play it just by myself. Sure. Yeah. Just to see how fast I am when you're not. You know, because sometimes you would nip in ahead. If there wasn't enough cooperation, you would nip in ahead and grab an order that I was going for. Yeah. Or and sometimes it can be a little bit difficult to see what's going on Mm -hmm. on screen.
0: Yeah. Uh, It does it for what it needs to do. It does an okay job of communicating what's going on. Uh, There's different control schemes like the the ones that we used. Well the one that we used was one person was keyboard one person was um controller but you can also do one person's mouse yeah one person's uh keyboard and then or two controllers uh, and I think the way the mouse works is it's like the touchscreen you have to tap around okay it seems like probably the slowest that that seems like option. the slowest way yeah um, and yeah the more the more potential ingredients for one given dish the harder it is with the controls like you have to like tab through to different um Lists of of ingredients. Yeah. Um, But again, again, once you start
1: learning that, like by the time I was
0: making the salads, by the time
1: we finished, it was literally like, bam, salad, bam. uh, Like hit space to go to next page for ingredients. Like type in, hit space again, finish it off, serve it. Did you see um,
0: when you were playing, did you have a burglar come in? Yeah, I kicked the burglar all around. Yeah, so there's like, (laughs) you have to like do specific uh, attacks, like high kick yeah,
1: low punch. different, different <laughs> And all style. the time, all the time, until you pick that, like, ticket yeah. kind of thing, he's just stealing money from your till. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so you've got to get on the burglar, like, fast and drop what you're doing. Because <laughs> otherwise he's just robbing money from your till. So the great thing for me about the Cook Serves Delicious is it's very much taken one of these, like, casual games mm. that you could, you know, like, get from Playfish or whatever. I think it was Playfish was the company that did all these sort of... Very casual, sort of mobile-y type games on or PC. Like cut the rope. Stuff no, like that. they were doing stuff like hidden object games and Check these and these restaurant time management oh, okay. uh, type stuff where you have to do orders and whatever. Mm. And it's made that into like a higher budget PC version, <laughs> um, and it scales up quite nicely. It becomes like a real game, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of nice touches. I'm sure
0: when we get to some point, we can like upgrade our restaurants and get yeah. new. You can um, design your Restaurant as well, yeah. Uh, get different dishes, create your own menu, yeah. Um, it's cool, it's yeah. awesome, yep. Um, so that was our first block. We took a break and then moved into what was one of the main events, uh, for the marathon. Uh, we played Jamestown. Um, this game, firstly, we recommend Jamestown, it's an amazing game. It's a, it's a shmup, a yeah, top muck, down shmup, <laughs> yeah. um, bullet hell style. Uh, you can play this single player. Um, I'd recommend it single player. I've played some of it else, played through the whole game in single player. But yeah. our main thing is playing it four player, yeah. which is absolute chaos. It um, is
1: just the the most visually intense game I've played in a yeah. long time.
0: Like, yeah, we um, we started playing this when we first formed our go play that group uh, four years ago. Um, we yeah. have played it on and off at a at a gaming at Rob's event. Um, every so often, but never been able to finish the game. Yeah. Like towards the end of that period of our lives, we'd gotten to the last level but never finished it. We got to the boss, we got to the final stage of the boss, and never finished it. Yeah, and it was always like unfinished business. Yeah. So the first marathon last year, we put it on the on the playlist and we played it from from the start. So we started a new save and got like halfway through the game, but we chose a terrible time was during it the marathon. Foreign? It was um, was it earlier? It was at um, around 1 a.m. Right, but it was after a lot of time playing, and it was already you know very deep into the marathon. Um, it was like 16, 17 hours deep. Yeah. And that not only was very difficult to play, but actually sent a couple of us into like a temporary crash, crash kind yeah. of s- crash state. <laughs> um, moving forward, because after that we played Human Fall Flat last year and and Hush. Conked out, yeah. he was done. <laughs> um, you could see that in his eyes. Like, we were never going to finish it. So, this year we put it back on the playlist. We uh, picked up our save from last year. You know, we called it like a continuation, continuation yep. of, of, of the challenge. And we finished it. We did.
1: Yeah, well, you guys finished it.
0: Yeah, I I played around on the first couple of levels. Yeah, We. again, there were seven of us. So, yeah. we were. Uh, putting the controllers back and forth. Um, I think I was part of the final squadron.
1: You were, and um, it, it got personal. I mean, Earl came in. He's much better at this type of game than yeah. than some of us. So he kept a lot of us alive um, yeah. for for sometimes when everybody else had died on the
0: game. Yeah. So the the last level of of that game before you reach credits, which we is the, is the end of the game. Like there's there's extra levels after that, bonus levels and um, more difficulty challenges. Levels. Yeah. Um, but that last level. Uh, is not just a matter of making sure that you 're not getting hit by bullets the the level itself can kill you there's moving uh like spike walls um, things that will crush you things that will uh, uh, destroy you like a laser that you have to like turn off by shooting a specific weak point in the level so you have to remember that you also have to deal with the fact that there's four of you constantly shooting so there 's just Effects. Five, if you had Bob's ghost ship firing as well, <laughs> <laughs> there's just effects all over the screen. Uh, it was crazy, but we we managed it, and that's like a, a chapter closed for us.
1: Yeah, that's we can put that one to bed now and literally never think about it again. Um, <laughs> what we can also do is, uh, I mean, you can see on the video mm-hmm. of this like just the genuine reaction of beating this game. It's it's like watching, you know, a sports fan's reaction to their team winning the championship yeah. or something like that. It's yeah. just like, oh my God. It was a release. Because we were getting to the point where I think we had something like 20
0: minutes left of this block, 15? Yeah, we'd, we'd set aside about two hours for this, um, thinking either we'd finish it within that time or at least that was a decent enough time to, to give it a go. Um, but we managed it yeah. um, and we spent a lot of time on our last level. Uh, the way it works is that you can't unlock... The, the later levels until you go back and complete all the previous ones on a higher difficulty so we had to go and play most of the game on legendary difficulty exactly yeah, yeah. it was awesome It's um, yeah, it was cool cool on to the next and we started playing some local multiplayer stuff so four player games Um, I'll, I'll pick yeah I'll just pick the first one like Crawl uh, is something that we've played on and off for a while we um, had it
1: we had it before it was even like in alpha I think yeah, uh, yeah. the de- developers were very nice when we were all living in Madrid and we did the weekly multiplayer local multiplayer games mm-hmm. night um, they reached out to us and gave us a, a build of crawl Yeah. so we've seen it from the earliest playable release kind yeah. of thing to I, I would say it's
0: far better now
1: no totally I mean that's the one thing that struck me here was how much work they've put into this game yeah. to make it a really solid product yeah yeah So um,
0: four-player, it's a dungeon crawler. So uh, you're like a a hero with a sword and you're running through like a labyrinth that's um, kind of roguelike, randomized. Uh, You're going to the shop and upgrading weapons. You're defeating monsters and then you're leveling up. And when you reach level 10, you can go and uh, and attempt to defeat the final boss. And um, it's not co-op necessarily because... Only one person at any one time is the hero. Everybody else is a spooky ghost. Yeah. sort of floating around, able to inhabit stuff in the level, but also able to summon and become a creature, like a, a monster. Yeah. And um, if you get the last hit to kill the hero, you become the new hero, and then you continue the quest and the journey on uh you have your own level. You have your own equipment, so you don't inherit anything over. Yeah. So as monsters, place, it's co-op. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're, you're cooperating as three monsters to uh, defeat the hero. But then you want to make sure you're getting the last hit. So sometimes you will like, wait and see if anyone's going to chip him away, and then get in there and, and get the last hit. Um, and when you get to level ten, yeah, you go and try and defeat the boss, and the boss is controlled by the other three players, so they'll control. Like, the, the classic uh, default boss that was there from the start uh, a few years back was this cyclops with sort of... So like it's like a big squid cyclops, cyclops thing. Squid su- cyclops with two arms. So one person was, like, shooting a laser from the cyclops' eye, and uh, the others were controlling the two limbs out, out in front to try yeah. and defeat the... Or spitting out, like, a brain bug type thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they added way more to it. They've balanced it in a way that um, you can't just go on a complete tear as the hero. So every time a hero destroys a monster, all the other players get wrath. And that wrath they can spend to evolve the monsters they could potentially spawn as, making them more powerful. Um Don't you so possibly it's imagine. It's a balance, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so even though you're not in control, not the hero, you're still... Um, Building up your profile uh, in the game, we didn't finish. Like we, no, no, nobody, nobody could defeat the boss. You get, you get three shots as a as a team. So uh, after the th- third failed attempt to defeat the the boss, whoever it is in control, uh, it's game over. Yeah. And the people that weren't that final hero uh, lose. Um, but it was awesome fun. It's it's great. I mean, it was great
1: on 0.02 or whatever build we got when we first played it. Yeah. It's even better now. Yeah. And the great thing is as well, um I mean if you don't have the setup that we that we have for this <laughs> marathon or whatever, uh it's coming out on Switch. Yeah. Which is I think one of the perfect places for it to be.
0: Yeah.
1: Get four Joy-Cons and your mates and like it's so simple to control anyway. It's only like two buttons.
0: Yeah, it's attack, dodge and move. Yeah.
1: So I think it's just and special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely perfect to uh, to play with your mates when they come round. Absolutely, um, cool. Well, I'm going to co- uh, pick, not cook. Uh, can't cook games. <laughs> I'm going to pick as uh, from this section. Stick hmm. Stickbold. stick ball,
0: stick yeah. uh, This is a dodgeball game. It is. It's, it's, that's what it is. That's it's basically it. Yeah. You can throw a ball. You can dodgeball. dodge a <laughs> ball. <laughs> you well, can catch a ball. You can catch a ball if you hit the throw button as it's coming towards you. You can catch it, but obviously a bit risky. Yeah. Um, four player. You can play as teams, but we spent the whole time playing like all versus all. Yeah, I think we had the first round. Oh, two maybe teams we or did. Two, yeah. yeah, but then yeah, it was mostly we were playing every person yeah. for themselves. So yeah. you're in a kind of circular arena, and you're running around, and you want to dodge, and you want to. You can wind up the the throw obviously you're slowed down as you're doing that. So somebody can come and tackle you and take the ball from you and then throw it back in your face. Um, But the environments are really cool. Like each level has a different theme. Like there's a beach, there's a park roundabout. Roundabout, um, There's a gymnasium and each one of them has different environmental effects. Um, And if you then get knocked out and eliminated for that round, you can still control stuff on the periphery. Um, Like the beach one, the best one was uh, you can control a shark and just, come and eat one of the players. Who did you shark? You sharked somebody like four shocked, times hush, in a row. Hush. Four times in a row. Um, <laughs> he was getting super stressed. The, the first two times it was accidental and sort of coincidental that it was him but then I was like, okay, this is quite funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to keep doing this. Um, yeah, and that's that counts as an elimination. Yeah. like it's That doesn't just stun them for someone else to throw a ball at them. They're out.
1: They're out. Yeah, well, that's um, as, as what happened if you got hit by yeah, a Yeah, so
0: if you're like if you want to stop the top player from getting another round win, you can come in and, and do that, or throw a frisbee and try and stun them for someone else to come in and, and get the, the finishing blow. Yeah, um, that was a surprise game. We we sort of wasn't we weren't thinking about playing that game uh, to begin with, actually. Uh, but it was a great like again. Surprise. It's another game that I could quite happily see on the Switch as
1: well. Yeah, like it's small enough, it's silly enough, it's simple enough that, um, yeah, it would just be fun to put on a pub table and Mm -hmm. everybody plays a couple of rounds of that. Right? right. Um, Yeah, really, really recommended. I mean, I have had my eyes on it. I remember it being again, like announced, and I, I did try and reach out to the people when we were still doing the the gaming at Rob's Mm -hmm. local multi nights. Uh, It was just a game that never, never made it to us. Until yesterday yeah. And that's A bit of a
0: shame Because it's awesome Yeah Cool Um Yeah so Also during the day We played some Battle Royale games uh, With Tis the season With <laughs> our, With our followers um, We played on PS4 With some people We played on PC uh, Battlegrounds With some people Yeah um, Yeah so Fortnite Battlegrounds We got a chicken dinner out of the battlegrounds.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. That was uh completely
0: unintended. <laughs> I don't think we expected to win uh, at any point. And we won by um, not delivering the final kill. Uh, we zoned the final player. Yeah. Like they couldn't get out of this trench uh, without being without you being had guns players. all your guns on him kind yeah, of thing. It was, well it was just Rodri left but he had his guns trained yeah. uh, on him and his only option was to go up some stairs, go out of the zone and come back in it was good fun yeah. I wasn't expecting us to get a win during that block but yeah. there you go <laughs> um, yeah. yeah you've heard it before we love Battle Royale games uh, and it was cool to play with uh, with friends and followers so awesome thank you for joining that um, I'll talk about the Jackbox games at this point so yeah I was I was a bit drunk at this point I can't remember most of this so we, yeah <laughs> we, we played um, Jackbox Play pack for a bit, little bit of Jackbox. Party Pack 3 and towards the end of the night we played some Drawful 2 which is a standalone game um, this was something that we were able to then invite people to play because all you need to do is like go to a URL on your browser um, either on your phone or on your PC uh, and join through sort of like a room code so a room code would come up on our stream, you punch it in put your name in and you'd be a player um, and it was like a quiz game uh, a, draw, a game we have to sort of draw something, put in a funny quip, and have it voted on. It all got very silly, all got uh, very offensive. Yeah, <laughs> um, And I think at this point we got featured on Twitch. Um, First time ever? Maybe through, a pro- pro- probably through playing Jackbox, but we hit a peak of nearly 150 uh, viewers. Um, then they saw what was actually happening and. and- <laughs> Quickly, lifted. it was the
1: worst, worst time for us to get featured. Like, we were at the most offensive we've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I do blame this a little bit on the new Jackbox stuff. Like, I didn't find it as that you could be as creative on some of yeah. this stuff as maybe because we were tired at this point as
0: well. Or, I think, uh, I think, all told, my favorite Jackbox party pack is the first one, right? Because it had the first draw fall. yeah, it had um, a fibbage game and a few other things. Two, I didn't play at the time, and going back to it, there's not really so much in there. Yeah. Um, Drawful 2 was standalone, so... Drawful 2 was standalone, so that's that's really good. Um, I think my favourite overall Jackbox games are um, Quiplash. Yeah, Quiplash is nice. And um, Drawful. Yep. Uh, but there's a few others, like TKO is really cool. I quite like that's it. That's really when design T-shirts, and uh, it takes a while, but the setup's kind of worth it. It pays off um it's good fun i mean that bracketeering bracketeering bracketeering, was okay yeah um that was cool and we were playing uh up. you can play with up to 16 players which is cool because that's the only game of theirs that you can do that with and it kind of just it twists your words a little bit like into the second half it's like uh answer this question okay now we're going to turn that into an ice cream flavor yeah it's like well I might have written something else, but that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so
1: yeah, I mean, it, they still had the, the the value, but I just didn't think it, I mean, because we were trying to go for maximum offensiveness as well, yeah. that, um, I don't know, yes, it was definitely the worst time to get featured on Twitch, we're probably never ever going to get featured on Twitch ever again, they've really set fire to our account. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was good fun. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, yeah, then we moved on, and um, I really want to talk about these two games. Mm-hmm. Um, around about our 10 o'clock, we played Cuphead. Um, I definitely want to play that um, in my own time. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I own it now, so. Um, Cuphead. Cuphead owns you. You don't. <laughs> is true. Uh, and we really didn't make much progress. We finished a few levels, again, gave the controller to Bob uh, and, and to Erlen. They stormed through uh, a couple of things. But I didn't really get a sense of how difficult that game is and how how well I'm going to get on with it in, in that scenario, in that environment, because it's tough to concentrate. Yeah. <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah. Um, it is yeah. a difficult game where you have to memorize uh, patterns of the bosses and figure out what you need to do and then execute perfectly. And in co-op, um, I mean, there's two of you to, to contend with, like, you have to cooperate to a certain extent. Uh, your teammate could get in the way. Like some, I've seen some people saying that single player seems easier. Okay. The
1: um, Same with Jamestown, though. If we're going back to that kind of oh, style sure. of game. Like, like uh, the, Earl had no problem finishing Jamestown
0: by himself yeah. on single player. Yeah, because it does scale up as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cuphead, I don't know how much I recommend that yet. I, I need to spend more time with it, but everyone else seems to love that game, so... Yeah, I, it's just the animation
1: that puts me off. Yeah. I mentioned it several times in the video,
0: it but it creeps me It I, creeps me out. I'd say the, the look and the feel and the sound of that game is amazing. Oh,
1: it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is very, very well, and I'm very surprised by how... I don't think you get a sense of how good it looks when you're watching it on like a YouTube video or something. Yeah. It really is very nice, but at the same time, I just really find that 1930s Terry Toons... <laughs> Early Disney animation style—it just it weirds me the hell out. Right. Yeah. And I don't think I could play a bullet hell like difficult ass game like that <laughs> while being kind of
0: creeped by, <laughs> by the visuals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So then we uh, we played Trackmania Turbo. Yes, um, we did. I really enjoyed that. We played some split screen, which was really chaotic. Yep. Um. But the best. There were two really cool multiplayer modes there. Uh, There's one where two people are controlling the same car. Yep. And Uh, it averages out your control inputs. Yeah. Um, And then we played this mode where it was um, round-based. You had a certain number of attempts for each player and you went one at a time and you had to basically... It's like qualifying in a a motorsport. Uh, You have to get a better time than the previous person and if you on your next go-round, aren't able to get away from, like, bottom place uh, with the amount of goes you've got left, you get eliminated until there's only uh, one winner. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Um, And, again, like, the the map or the track we chose was pretty short but also very difficult. Um, Like, that was just, I guess, luck. Yeah, it was
1: it was low, but I've seen you guys playing uh, Trackmania before, and it's uh, really nice. Um, I'm just wondering if, for example, we um, like would I play the game by myself? I'm not sure because mm. I'm not that into races. But what Trackmania does does very well, mm. it does it hilariously yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and like the the moment we had on that track where I absolutely thrashed it. Mm had a lot of luck because I had a crash which actually made me faster somehow. You flipped... You kind of did a little backflip and then landed. Well, I no, I flipped over in the first place so I was pointing backwards but then hit the roof of a tunnel going in which oh. flipped me going back forwards. Yeah. <laughs> so I landed four wheels down going the same direction for the last straightaway part of the, the race. Yeah, yeah. And I was so so happy that i'd beaten you guys at a racing game and then you just came back and ev- literally everybody that i'd just beaten just thrashed my time again
0: um yeah as i said to you i, I admit that i just i wanted to win so i focused yeah. uh, <laughs> put all my energy into it yeah. <laughs> pulled out a good time um yeah that's cool that was an awesome game Yeah. um let's talk a bit about hidden agenda
1: Let's we you know you know what we do at go play that we, we talk about games that we love we recommend and that we
0: we think are awesome mm. but <laughs> but we also want to talk about the games we've played and critique them and you know basically tell you that you shouldn't play them yeah, <laughs> don't play sense. that is the uh- um, well we can talk about the merits of it but we can also generally say it's not really a good game. so hidden agenda is from the folks that made until dawn. Um, which is a PS4 exclusive. I mean, this is PS4 exclusive no. as well. It's a more or less point-and-click adventure kind of thing. Like it's a quantum, quantic dream wannabe kind of. It, yeah, you, there's no like real adventure stuff, but you are making choices. You're interacting with the environment. You're moving along. Um, this one is even less interactive. Um, whereas Until Dawn was single player. This one is generally geared towards multiplayer you can play it on your own as well but you control the action with your phone yep uh you can play up to six players all with their own phone sort of jackbox style um, this one you can't play with people elsewhere because you have to have the app on your phone and it has to be connected to the same wi-fi as your playstation yeah
1: which i think is common for all play link yes yeah, so this yep. is
0: using the PlayLink. play link technology on ps4 they've previously used it for a game called that's you which is a playstation plus free game very similar in um uh style to jackbox like the kind of thing that's going for um with a more 70s hippie vibe (laughs) um so you're you're making decisions in hidden agenda like what option you're going to choose in like conversations whether you're going to be um kind or or not different, different decisions like that you're making your choices um, in a short period of time like you're performing quick time events you're scoping the environment with your flashlight to find hidden objects um, but it's more or less just a story that plays out and you can decide what the ending is and which path you take through it and the additional layer for multiplayer is that you're also given a hidden agenda sometimes so one player at any one time Apart from the end, is like given a hidden agenda. Like you need to make sure that this is the outcome yeah. of this section, uh, and then at the end of that, uh, they uncover who the person with the hidden agenda was. And during that section, people are, need to like guess.
1: Yeah, so you you can earn more points based on if you manage to guess who had a hidden agenda, yeah. or if you stop the hidden agenda from coming true, or if you get your hidden agenda to come true. Kind of. Yeah. Thing.
0: So that at the end, the story will finish. There's a conclusion, and also it declares a winner based on who got the most points. Um, for you know, either completing quick time events first, yeah, um, or getting points from this hidden agenda system. And also, like, if you do get quick time events first and so on, um, it gives you these cards that you can play to say, "No, I'm making a decision for the whole group here." Whereas usually it's either majority vote for two options or more options or it's uh, everyone has to agree on the same option that that comes into bigger effect when somebody has a agenda that the group isn't necessarily following and like do they just uh, lose or do they kind of try and sway the room towards their way of thinking yeah Um, unfortunately the Stuff you're doing in that game isn't really good fun. The story seems pretty nonsense. Uh, it's
1: it's it's low low rent, David Kaj. <laughs> Basically, that's that's what I got from it. Right. And I'm being a little bit harsh on it because I I think I was looking forward to this game a lot. Mm. Um, but even the hidden agendas that you get, I mean, an agenda for me is like something that you want to happen, mm. and what it just tells you is it tells you stop this from happening or make sure this happens. Mm. But at the same time, it doesn't give you any inkling. It's like the Mass Effect conversation choices where you pick the paraphrased mm. version, oh, and then don't...
0: they say something totally different to what right, that's... Right, yeah. It's like, um, if they just told you what was actually going to be said, you'd yeah. know that you were happy with what they were going to say, yeah, yeah. Rather, rather than just an emotion. Yeah. So
1: one one thing that I had to do was stop you having a beer, which I think at some point gets you rehypnoled or something. Yeah. But my hidden agenda, and it's not, a, it's not a hidden agenda to stop somebody having a beer. <laughs> mm. It's just trying to push a choice in a storyline. Yeah. But you have literally no idea which of the two options mm. will stop you having
0: a beer. Right, okay.
1: Like, it, it didn't really give you any hints of like, oh, this conversation topic will obviously have you invited yeah. to a beer.
0: I think um, the bigger problem I have with that game is that, and, and this is maybe a consequence of us choosing the competitive mode. Cause there is a story mode where you just ch- do the story, you follow it and you make the choice that you would make for that character or for yourself. Yeah. And if you don't agree within the room, you talk about it, but no one has like a, another reason. The thing with the hidden agenda stuff in the competitive mode is that you're given an agenda that maybe you wouldn't deci- You're not going to decide upon yeah. um, yourself. So you're like, okay, I need to complete this hidden agenda, but I, kind of wouldn't want to make that choice for the for the character. Yeah, it's almost like you're incentivized to do something that you're not necessarily gonna agree with, and that means that you're not really following the story that you want to follow. You're not not investing. You're not investing in it. Like, cool, you won at the end. Fantastic. But it really that's that that's secondary to it. Um when I was planning for this section I was reading online about people's early impressions with the two different modes and it seemed like it made sense as we had a full group to play the competitive mode because that seemed like the USP of this game, right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas the if not, it's just another story game. Um, and I don't like regret necessarily that we did that because we did get to see what the unique part of this, of this game was. But I think if you are to play this game, I'd actually recommend... Just the the co-op story. Or play mode. it by yourself. Well, yeah. play it by yourself. Like you still need your phone to yeah. play. You can't just sit there with a controller if you're a single player. Um, but that's what this game is. Um, to, to sort of critique the game outside of that mode like i just don't know that i'd recommend it anyway i wouldn't it's like i said i mean you 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 know if you're buying a
1: quantic dream game you know the kind of games that 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 you're gonna get yeah you know if you're playing heavy rain or beyond two souls or whatever game you Mm -hmm. know what you're gonna get yeah this just seems like a slightly like it's one of the poorer quantic dream it's not by quantic dream but it seems like it's that kind of thing yeah yeah. And it's such a such a shame for me as well, because they've got such pedigree with Until, Until Dawn, Dawn actually good. was amazing.
0: Yeah. And their VR game was pretty good as well. The VR
1: game was one of the better early VR games that I played for sure. Mm. And and Until Dawn was a massive surprise because I expected nothing from that. Sure. I despised the characters at the start and then came to love them. Yeah. And was holding on to dear life, like, please God, don't kill another one of my friends, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Whereas this one is like couldn't give a toss and I think it's mainly because what you're saying like you're you're it's like reading choose your own adventure but somebody's like saying oh no, go that way go mm-hmm. that way but you've got no idea what's
0: going to happen no. to you yeah it's very difficult to understand w- how you're going to complete your hidden agenda and it's also something you're not invested in yeah you're
1: not role-playing um,
0: in terms of like what this developer what I'd want to see from this developer I could actually see an online story playthrough of like an until dawn where each person has a character yeah and they're all part of the story and they're expendable to a certain extent like you could be the, ult- out the ultimate kill. victory is that everyone survives but they'll put you into difficult situations where it might be like a one player has to choose which of the other two is going to live or die yeah Wolfenstein uh, style style <laughs> or, or maybe there's a thing that they could have done earlier that could have led to them both surviving and it's very difficult for everyone in the group to To stay to the end, and then if someone actually their character dies, they have like another layer of ways they can interact. That would be awesome. Yeah, (laughs) I mean (laughs) that would be really cool. There are games out there that have that site that kind of setup where you're role playing within the same story. Yeah, but this kind of production and this sort of story like that drives forward to a
1: conclusion. I've not seen that before. yeah, I could imagine totally Until Dawn with all six of us last night, or seven of us, yeah. like, playing that through right. as a bunch of despicable
0: teenagers. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, that yeah. game is not out yet in Europe. Um, I think it's out at the end of November, but we we got, like, a PS account set up for, for US and, and pulled it from the store there. So if you're yeah. hungry to play it after our hearty recommendation, <laughs> uh, then go for it. Um, okay, and then the rest of the night, we, we got into just... Like once we returned from Hidden Hidden Agenda, we just played a load of classics. Just just classics stop until the early morning is yeah. what, is what yeah. it was. Yeah. Um. So let's just pick. I'll, I'll we'll pick favorites until until yeah. we've expended the list of games we'd recommend. I mean, we recommend we recommend know. all of the <laughs> games. Yeah. So um, straight yeah. out of Hidden Agenda, we we played some Wind Um Wind Jammers inspired. Um, what's that game? Disc Jam. Disc Jam, which was a PlayStation Plus game uh, this year, early this year, yeah, earlier
1: this year, sort of spring yeah.
0: yeah um you are throwing a frisbee you've got to throw it into the goal behind the other player two-player uh, it's a sport multiplayer game um it is an old game that was originally released on the neo geo yep and this year they released it on playstation 4 um in all its arcadey glory yeah earl, earl loves this
1: game he's all about this game yeah. and his enthusiasms are sort of Rubbed off on the rest of us, I
0: right. think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I also enjoy this game, and I've watched other people play it a lot more than I've played it myself. But um, it was good fun. You can do different moves, like you throw it against the wall and try and like bend it around uh, the other player. Do these special moves by like throwing it up and catching it that like races it into the into the goal. Um, yeah, I recommend. It's good it. fun. Yeah, it's, straight it's, up. it's on PS4 only, uh, yep. except. You know Neo Geo and if, arcades and so on. <laughs> yeah. That's that a problem for you, Jay, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll finish off the PS4 block, I guess. Just um, sure. we played a bit of Puyo P- P- Tetris, which is available um, in Europe now, but our copy is like an original Japanese version, and so everything's in Japanese. But we uh, memorise our way around the menus.
1: <laughs> um, I can but- just say the first time we played this, we had the second monitor it's so the second
0: TV with the, with the instructions yeah. yeah the wiki <laughs> yeah um the game like the main mode that we play and the one that we played uh during the marathon is that you have like 30 seconds of Tetris then it switches to 30 seconds of Puyo Puyo which is kind of like Dr. Robot mean Bean Bean machine. machine it's yeah. like you've got to match four blobs um together and you want to kind of make them uh fall in and drop other ones to combo down further and further and when you hit a combo or when you clear lines in Tetris you'll stack some crap onto every other player until you're the last person alive and maybe your Tetris game's really good but you're like just doing terribly at Puyo Puyo so you want to kind of survive uh, as best you can for 30 seconds to, to get back to Tetris uh, and try and tip someone else over the edge or you can be like me and just suck at both or modes. just be terrible yeah <laughs> um, yeah I recommend that game that's on Switch that's on PS4 Oh, oh, it's on Switch. It is on Switch.
1: Oh, I'm getting that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, funny story, actually, that um, we I was playing Sonic Mania before the marathon, and uh, the one of the bosses in Sonic Mania mm-hmm. is you've got to fight Dr. Robotnik at Dr. Robotnik's yes. beam machine. Yes. And the thing is, uh, Marie had never seen Mr. B, uh, Mr. Robotnik, Mr. Bean, uh, Dr. Robotnik, Mr. Bean, she's probably seen Mr. Bean, but she'd never seen Mean Bean Machine, so okay. when that boss happened, she, it just threw her for a loop. Yeah, like, what is going on? And I was like, no, match four, do it, do it, yeah, do it, yeah. and it, it seemed so easy for me, and then I played Puyo against you guys, and got absolutely demolished.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, just quickly, the lineage of this game is that it came out in 2014 in Japan. Um, it's still not available in on Xbox One outside of Japan, right? But it's out on PS4 and Switch uh, in North America and Europe. I am getting that for the Switch. There you go. Just yeah, that's a great silliness. and game yeah. a good fit. Um, okay, and just to top that one off, we uh, played some Sports Friends, which we used to play. The main game from that is uh, Johann Sebastian Joust, which is like you have a move controller, eight players, and you need to keep it still whilst pushing someone else. You know, in the meat space, in the real world. It was it was
1: real-life Battlegrounds. It was ba- <laughs> Battle Royale with eight people. Right. Yeah, with, you know,
0: last one to last <laughs> yeah. one standing yeah. wins. Um, but we didn't play that last night because I didn't want all my crap knocked over. Uh, <laughs> you did not want your entire house destroyed. No, again. so we, we played um, the other games from that set. Uh, my favourite is Okra. Okra is good. Uh, which is just very simple. You need to hold onto a ball, pass it to your teammate, um, keep it in the enemies space to to rack up points until that's fulfilled um and you can sort of throw the ball in there so it's sat there on its own or you can hold it and sort of pass it to your teammate to avoid the other the other Tactical group soccer off. it's pretty cool <laughs> yep it's pretty cool um what do you want to talk about
1: um i'm going to pick a couple because we've we've talked uh for the last bit we just had a classic pc local multi games yep. all the way down
0: most of these are available on PS4 as well, and probably Xbox to some extent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at this point, like, I mean, we've talked
1: so much. We did Duck Game, we did Towerfall. I mean, if you haven't played either of those, go buy them right now. Yeah.
0: Get some mates round. Same with Ultimate Chicken Horse. Same with Ultimate um, Chicken Horse. Just quickly about Towerfall. Towerfall has a four player game, a uh, four player version on Steam. And on PS4 yes but um, if you go to itch.io there is an 8 player version of Towerfall made by the guy himself yeah um, like for $4 yeah. and that Worth works it. <laughs> works <laughs> yeah. alright um, the levels are kind of redesigned to, to fit 8 players works better when it's all v all actually it's all v all 6 player uh, team versus team 8 player yeah uh, I much prefer that game when it's all versus all and it's just chaos. It's just monstrous. I think overall I prefer four player because there's a bit more focus and there's a bit more tactics whereas six player you're kind of just like uh, hiding in the mess and and the melee to sort of (laughs) that's how I get through life Um,
1: I think we did for the first time in a very long time we actually exported a gif from that as well yes so uh, I'll find that somewhere somewhere on my hard drive yeah (laughs) we used to do that all the time but the the one new one I mean obviously we played Clusterpuck 99 as well which is one of our
0: absolute favourite that was good fun Yeah, that was really good fun we played it 7 players yeah Uh, that's also coming out on Switch uh, Cluster Pack ninety nine Cluster Park is yeah, yep. and that's that's on Xbox One.
1: Yep, um, so that's a good one. And then uh, give a shout out to Mike, mm-hmm. who um, he has provided us with the music for both marathons. Yes, uh, but like royalty free, which is also a very nice and one. for the podcast as well. So and that for the jingle podcast. at the
0: start and the end is, is courtesy of Mike, aka Rainbow Kitten. Yep, um, um,
1: aka Mike T on Steam. yeah <laughs> Um, but he is in the process of making his new game, which is a an Asteroids kind of-esque yeah. <laughs> game with um, the same sort of aesthetic, the same sort of look. Yeah. But you can play like eight-player duel or co-op or, you know, uh, space lasers. It's, generally.
0: it's intense. Spasers. Um <laughs> The control of the game is that you have one button Um, apart from like moving around you have one button and that button if you tap it will shoot Uh, but shooting there's recoil and your ship will get pushed back in space Um, but if you hold the button down then you'll thrust forward so you're kind of balancing um, shooting but also not getting pushed back into enemies behind you making sure you're moving around the environment and there there are walls that you can bounce off of Um, there's pickups that you can get like a Smart bombs and lasers and a thing that will allow you to drop off the bottom of the screen and come back in from the top, things like that and yeah you're either playing an asteroids like game where you're avoiding you know flying saucers and, and rocks or you're playing uh versus where you're trying to su- like survive rounds like you know, last yeah. man standing yeah. Uh yeah had good fun with that. It was good fun, very
1: intense. Uh it is on itch at the moment that uh, as early access. Uh-huh. or or you can just wishlist it on Steam. It's yeah. called R-Coil, R-C O I L. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's actually not under Mike T, it's under Tivikim or Vitakim. Vitikim. Vitikim, Yeah. Okay, Mike T, Mike <laughs> Tiv backwards. Yeah. But uh, anyway. <laughs> um and that actually exhausts the list of games because at the end we we came back and we um, played some more Jackbox with with followers. Yep. Finished off with guts and glory. Was talking about the the amazing donations that came through. Yep, um, and just managed to scrape across the finish line at ten a.m. on Sunday, feeling like triple battered shies sure. at that point. <laughs> yeah, my god. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the games of the marathon. Yep. Um, again, thank you everyone who who watched, who tuned in. We had a few people that were there for. Pretty much the whole time. Yep. We had people that, um, joined us, went asleep, woke up again, came went up, to work. Went <laughs> to work. Uh, we, we had people donating multiple times. We had people, um, donating small amounts, large amounts, every little helps. And again, the lines are still open at Tiny The internet URL. lines. The internet lines. Exactly. are yeah. yeah. uh, still open at tinyurl.com forward slash GPT 2017. If you want to donate more, uh, or, or, you know, donate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I guess that's been us. Like, do you, do you want to talk about anything else from from the marathon? I, I want to go back to bed. I think we're going to have some Mexican food soon. Cool, uh, that'll do instead of and sleep then, And then you can fly home and then go back to bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> how how do you do with flight? Uh, with sleeping on? on I don't. Flights? I don't sleep on flights. Is, might this be the
1: exception? Or just, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm too. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, we did have we had three solid hours sleep after the marathon before yeah. getting back up because yeah. we're hard to the core. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, stayed up all night to watch Formula One highlights, which was, in hindsight, a really silly move. (laughs) But yeah,
0: yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, and thanks to the Go Play That crew for all coming together. Um, Yeah, it was the first
1: time we've had... Everybody from Go Play that except Dan. Poor Dan, but he's new. But he's new, so he's yeah. like still in a probationary phase. Yeah, we don't, we don't. I've never even seen him in, in person. So yeah, yeah. But um, it was the first time we've had the core Go Play that group in the same room. Yeah,
0: ever, ever. Uh, it's always been a few of us. Um, last year it was four slash five of us in the room, but Bob was uh, still in Germany. Yeah. Um, so that was that was awesome. Yeah. Like I don't think even at any of the gaming at Rob's. we didn't didn't have the core group ever it's always been in Germany at that point or you were in the UK later on or whatever yeah man right. it's been emotional (laughs) yeah um, cool we'll call it there Um, I'll leave the list of our uh, the the games from the playlist on our site if you go to goplaythat.com and that's it. it links to go and donate and see the site and Mike T's music all in the show notes um, otherwise we'll see you again soon and we'll be back on Twitch sooner than is probably healthy <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. cheers cheers Tom no thank you for inviting me it's been wonderful thank I you. never want to see you again no problem oh that's
0: <laughs> absolutely fine <Yeah>. alright <laughs> bye see ya <you. laughs> Yeah.